0: all right welcome back to the nwa girl gang podcast it's your girl tiffany and we are picking up where we left off discussing relationships with the nwa girl gang crew with special guests let's go around and everybody introduce themselves again
1: hey everybody this is erica you can find me on instagram e.m.morales
2: hey this is rachel and you can find me at outside the box box the first o is a zero and
3: I
4: am Ev, and my Instagram handle is EvoBoom. And I am Liz. My Instagram is ESALAZ05.
0: All right now. So make sure you go follow all of us on our socials. And let's get back into this topic, y'all, because it was really going on and we didn't want to hold you up for too long, but we really need to do a part two. Right, ladies? Yep.
1: Yes, absolutely. All right. It continues.
0: Yeah, let's keep it going. So I know we touched on a lot of different things. We talked about friendships and it was all about just relationships and how we... Have them and what they're defined as, and please keep in mind you will define your own relationships that you have in your life. But we're just sharing our insight, right, ladies? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Yes. For example, let's get into the single mama dating. Oh yeah, interesting. That, All the single ladies. <laughs> yeah. All the
2: single ladies.
0: Is it is it
3: Put harder? Your hands up. Um, for my experience, um, I feel like it is it is always hard. I feel like it's hard if you're a busy woman in general, even if you have kids or not. Um, I feel like I'm having a hard time managing my time with my kids and myself and my friends and family. Um, even like coming here, like I had to manage my time for that, you know, like communication skills with like their father and like, even like his mother, my mother or whatnot. So I just feel like I just don't want to find time to date because I feel like I want to find time with my girls mostly. Um, Oh yeah. Priorities. (laughs) Priorities. I'm gonna gonna
0: flip it like I agree everything you said Mm -hmm. but let me tell you something else. I want to hear it. Not that I'm so great. (laughs) I think I am (laughs) but I remember dating when I was out there doing my thing and I always found that boundaries and this is surprising because like I have one child I don't want any more. So that was one thing and I didn't just jump into the conversation about kids but of course I always mention that I have one. And they want to meet her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Do you have, like, did you did you guys run into that? No, Erica, at some point you were a single mom. Do you guys yeah. have them want to kind of rush that to meet the kids? That's so scary. Right. Because I feel like
3: even with my friends, like, my kids always ask about my friends. They always ask about Elizabeth. They always ask about her right. boyfriend, Oscar. If When they can see them again. Imagine, like, dating someone and they meet that person one time. And they're like, we're never we going to see them again. And it doesn't work
0: out. Like, yeah, that's so scary. Oh, it's I did. Confusing.
3: It's confusing. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: confusing. No, I would definitely tell them no, and and that would sometimes disappoint because mm-hmm. you know you'd get like, well, why not? Or it made it look like I didn't want a future or whatever. No, I just have boundaries. So I ran into a lot of things in that area. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And I think
1: that's a good point too, what you said of um, how aware kids are mm-hmm. and how much they absorb. Um, even when we think that they aren't, and it's just so hard to start that conversation of boundaries. Um, I almost feel like you have to start right off the bat talking about boundaries Mm -hmm. compared to, you know, other stages in life whenever I did not have kids. And that's not what we were talking about on the first, second and third date. So, um, yeah, just making sure that you're in alignment. Um, because yeah, I mean, once you find out that you're on different pages, It's like, okay, how do we navigate this from here with, you know, me having the interest of my kid first? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. It's true.
3: Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: I was going to say, even if you don't have kids, creating boundaries with somebody that you're dating. And, you know, what what does a healthy dating life look like? Um, I was in an abusive relationship before I met my husband. And we were not romantic. In fact, that's a story for another day. But we, when we first started dating, it was very important for us to both have our independence. And he was like, okay, well, we're only going to go on a date, (laughs) um, like once a week or maybe twice a week. But, you know, for me coming out of a relationship that was so codependent and then for him who was, you know, and I just didn't realize how independent I was until after I, you know, was on my own for a little bit after coming out of this toxic relationship. But he was he was the one that created the boundaries to say, OK, we're only going to see each other you know, once or twice a week. You know, we don't have to call each other all the time. And that was new to me. But now I see more than ever with everybody struggling with, you know, what's been going on the last year and mental health and taking care of ourselves, that it's so important to create boundaries when you're dating. I mean, I could see that now more than ever how important it, it can be, especially if you have kids.
3: Yeah, especially that Well, even as a working, you know, woman as well, like creating the boundaries that we still have to do our own thing with work, even if you have two jobs and all that, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's tough Mm -hmm. creating that. It's an
1: interesting identity balance you just alluded to, not just being mom, being self and being, you know, me with career. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It is definitely... um, It was hard for me to not feel selfish as a single parent that I still owed myself my own time,
3: um, even separate from a relationship. Oh, absolutely. Or else we're going to go, you know, that's why women, that's why people or like men say like, that's why girls are crazy. It's just like we don't I don't even know how my mother did it. Honestly, I asked her all the time, like, how come you did not? Like, I'm seeing a therapist for my own sanity. Mm. And it's helped so much. I've talked about it with Liz. I'm like, I feel so much better when I leave. And I feel it's great, like, talking to someone that's not biased. And I don't understand how my mother did not see a specialist. It's just not a thing back then. Maybe It was she, taboo. It was so mm. taboo. Yeah. yeah very.
4: Well, especially with Hispanics. that They oh. just don't really believe in that.
3: My mom was worried when I told her. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, what
0: are you talking yeah. about? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, speaking on, like, you know... I don't know taboos and things that were viewed differently. What do we think about? I don't know open marriages. What do we <laughs> just That's wanna, spicy? <laughs> I know, and I'm not. It, we don't have to get into the details of what goes on in an. Old, I'm just saying, just the um, definition of what a relationship is. I think has been challenged, and and when I say challenged, to those that looked at it in a certain way, right?
4: So, exclusivity.
0: Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like there's been rumors swirling, you know, around like Hollywood. And I mean, the first couple that come into mind is entanglement. Mm-hmm. And everybody, <laughs> everybody always had that rumor going on that they, you know, possibly was an open marriage. I mean, how does everybody feel like that, feel about that when it deals? And I'm just dropping it on the table. If we don't want to talk about it, We can move away mm-hmm. from it. But I mean, it's part of relationships. It's happening. I yeah. know that there's,
2: well, okay. So <laughs> this might not be an appropriate term, but there are swingers in the neighborhood <laughs> in our neighborhood that we're in right now Uh oh. <laughs> get it
0: okay I mean what, what's everybody's feeling on it like to each their own there you go <laughs>
2: yeah yeah I say if, if it works for them go yeah. for it
4: yeah I mean see. why should we judge you, them on
0: that okay would you do it would you be in an open marriage an open relationship
4: I mean I don't know if I personally would I'm a very jealous person okay mm, yeah. so I don't think I would but again, I'm not gonna judge anyone based no, on no, it, no, no, this know? is
0: not about judgment. I yeah. wouldn't do it. I'll just be straight up. No, yeah. I wouldn't do it because I know my personality. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I know. but I and again, it's about not about judging. It's just challenging the social norms. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, just because I wouldn't do it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people have to have communication. And, and like flip it like this when you think about it, do those couples have a higher level of understanding? Right. You know, mm-hmm. why are they doing it? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to get out of the thought perhaps, process of perhaps. we're just out there just trying to mm-hmm. get, an, uh, you know, have sex or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes it's about connections. And, you know, have you ever heard the saying that you meet your soulmate? Like you meet it once, twice. You don't, it's not just one soulmate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. I've, so I've I don't know. know. I just kind of want to throw that out there. I'll back up. Talk. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it because I'm also a jealous person, but I'm also like, I would compare to myself to that person no matter what. I would, I yeah. already compare myself to a stranger on Instagram. I cannot imagine a relationship. Like, he's going to go hang out with so-and-so. Like, what, is she? Like, does she just have a good time? Like, is she just a good time? No, like, no. I, I couldn't she do just it. Didn't. I'm just thinking about myself, though. I'm just yeah. like, that would make me feel this way. So I just know I wouldn't yeah. like it. Yeah. I know mm-hmm.
2: if anything happened to my husband, I would not get married again. Like Oh, D. Okay. I mean, I... I don't listen. <laughs> looking at myself. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I think that I, I can't say for sure that I wouldn't be in a relationship because I'm, I'm sure that that's possible. But marriage is, I think it's a one-time deal for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one-time
1: thing. See, and I never, so for me, I never really understood. Like, I think back in college, how I had friends who I knew were dating multiple people at one time. Oh, gosh. And even for me
2: seems like a that lot is, of work. I know. <laughs> yes. I barely have
1: I enough mean, time let's for one. mean, be honest. Who has that time for one?
0: But I can't keep my lies straight. Just, I'm like... <laughs> I'm a horrible yes. liar. Yeah. I'm an it's awful liar. So,
1: I feel like it's so much. And it's like, I am a very loyal person. Mm-hmm. So it is hard for me to not only trust, but to trust that someone else is also equally loyal. Right. Um, but I cannot... I just could, I was never that person who could date more than one person at once. Mm-hmm. So the idea for me of having an open relationship, I just, I know myself too well that there's just no way that I could still have that, yeah. um, peace of mind, I guess for myself. Um, and then, I mean, on the complete flip side, I have been, you know, cheated on in relationships. Yeah. So having that experience too, it is a not fun burn me once It shame breaks on me you. Burned me twice so yeah,
3: yeah
2: it's, it's trauma yeah it is no it's it definitely trauma. trauma
3: absolutely yeah.
2: which makes me think do do you think that you need to be in a healthy mental state before dating oh 100 yes. yeah okay and why <laughs> and then uh, like yes.
0: <laughs> was somebody supposed to say no? <laughs> is it, but is it something
1: that's talked about in relationships too? Because I almost feel like to your point, Liz, that in certain cultures, even talking about mental health is still not done. Mm-hmm. Or it's kind of this, oh, I don't
4: need that. Well, it's like personally, like in my own relationship, at first we were struggling a bit with like my constant work and not putting enough time in, I guess, or making the relationship my priority. Um, And I am a person who deals with anxiety and depression. And so sometimes my own anxiety would get in the way of me. I don't know how to explain it, but like, I guess of me not being in the moment or being present in the relationship, even if I am physically there, I'm not there and when Mm. I brought up the fact that I might want to consider going into therapy he got very like why am I not enough like can you not just talk Mm. to me like and so that kind of like I guess we had we both had to learn like the benefit of therapy like just because I feel like I need therapy doesn't specifically mean I can't talk to him it's just that like Evelyn said it's an unbiased opinion like somebody just listening to you Yep. um and we've both realized that and so i'm glad now that he realizes that but it, again it comes from the hispanic like background his parents never told him you know go to therapy it could help or anything so he was he just thought if you went to therapy it's because you know you're crazy or something mm-hmm. well, and as a black woman we were always told go to church yes. oh, or that, mm-hmm. yeah pray yeah. it out mm-hmm. pray it yeah. out
0: and let me tell you, um, I think you had an excellent point about just how we were taught, because not only were we told to pray it out, and that if you questioned your mental state, it was because you didn't have a good relationship mm-hmm. with God, mm-hmm. and it was considered a failure if mm-hmm. you even thought to go talk to someone else other than Jesus. Yep. Um, but that's a whole nother conversation with religion, y'all. So mm-hmm. I don't want everybody to be like, "What?" But yeah, that's how <laughs> that's how it was taught. I didn't mean to jump cut you
2: off on that one, but go ahead. No, you're fine. Yeah. I, I have to agree with what you said. Is I, I personally think. Um, that your partner shouldn't be your therapist or, or act in place of one because there's been a lot of things that, that have happened with me and there's a lot of trauma that I have. And my husband will point out things like for the, for the past couple of years, like so many things that, um, you know, to help me cope with things. And it takes like an astrologer, a friend of a friend, and somebody else for me to say, oh, my gosh, you were right this mm-hmm. entire time. I just needed to hear it from somebody else. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's very helpful. And it's trending right now that that you really shouldn't there. There are things that you sh- you shouldn't always share with your partner when it comes to mental health issues or stability or trauma, because, you know, it. it it may affect you differently, you know, depending on who you're talking to. And so that is something that I've seen a lot lately is that, you know, don't don't let your partner be a therapist
4: mm-hmm.
2: or your therapist. Yeah.
4: But that's crazy how you bring up like it took somebody else to tell you. Yeah. For you to actually like pay attention, because I feel like that happens a lot. Like mm-hmm. And and I don't know, that's something that annoys me, especially if I tell him something and he doesn't listen and then a friend tells him and I'm like, why didn't you listen to me the first time? So I understand how he feels when it's done to him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It's it's tough. Relationships are tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now more than ever.
0: Yeah. What so about friendships. <sighs> yeah.
3: Man, friendships are a different thing. That's for sure. Yeah. All my friends, my good friends, are Scorpios. Oh god. Like, <laughs> oh. It's so crazy because like the girl's dad is a Scorpio, but like I feel like it was a different level and I feel like I get along. Why do I get along with my friends better than my partner is because like I'm holding a, like a holding a resentment, a feeling I'm not getting over with is because I have issues from like the way I grew up that I need to deal with myself. There's so much to it. And I feel like it's honestly, cause I'm the issue. I'm, I'm only 25 years old. Like I, I'm barely getting to know myself as a person and I had to grow up so fast cause I had the girls at 21. I'm just like I was just such a child I I, I'm still a child at this point um so I have relations that are hard but like your friends are always there they like watch you grow and grow Mm -hmm. to this to become a woman and I just feel like I can always count on my friend because they always just like they just don't judge you you know Mm -hmm. and if they do then they do behind me back you know just don't (laughs) do it in my face you know Mm -hmm. it's just crazy
0: well, well, my friendships, I, I would have to say that I think my life I've struggled with friendships when it comes to really identifying who good friends are. And I really solely contribute a lot of that to having a bad relationship with my mother. Mm-hmm. And so, and I had a bad relationship with my dad. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm just like double over here. So, therapy's a good thing, y'all. But uh, yeah, I feel like. I don't know because i did not have that bond with my mother that maybe that impacts how i you know seek out and what i look for in friends Mm -hmm. and i know and and i know that's kind of all over the place here like who's this girl you don't know me so it's just it's i just think if i had a better relationship with my real mother it would have guided me better to understand those relationships you know i saw i think bad examples of uh, fr- friendships so I think that impacted how I ended up you know making friends and I didn't always have the best people in my life so I definitely have grown from that and I, I'm pretty critical so I don't have like a huge circle I'm not one of these girls that has like 20-30 friends which I nothing is wrong if you do it's just I'm a little bit more guarded
4: mm-hmm. isn't that crazy though how our childhood kind of yeah shapes us into yeah. who we are and yeah. who we pick as relationships. it is that de- and it makes me
0: very critical when it comes to in a good way my me and my daughter's relationship because mm-hmm. um, I want to be that source or that she can talk to me that she can't you know, and I'm not perfect. I know there's things that I did that I may have you know messed up on, but I keep an open conversation with her so. Yeah. Friendships. I
2: think they're, and I don't want to get into the topic of like toxic relationships because that's not, you know, the focus. But, you know, there's, there's toxic romantic relationships and there's toxic, there's all different kinds of toxic relationships and toxic friendships. Um, What I heard when I was listening to you talk, Tiff, was, you know, I think you have to, someone has to earn your trust you know, as a, yes, as a, you know, to, to get into the friend zone. That is correct. <laughs> so something that I'm just thinking of is, are we more guarded these days, you know, and, and something that we're going to talk about in the in our next podcast no. is energy. Like if you're putting energy into a relationship, but you're not getting that same, you know, mm-hmm. energy, energy back. back, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, when I came to Arkansas, um, It was it was interesting making a lot of new friends because I'm really extroverted, Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm quick to put everybody in the friend zone. And then what I found out is that I get burned. (laughs) Um, And I think that may be you know a a pattern in in my life looking back on it. But I'm I'm very quick to confide in others and to let them into my space and to have my energy and you know all of all of those things. But I think, you know, something just kind of hit me within this last year, you know, where I have to be more cautious about the people, you know, I let into my, you know, my inner personal life.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. you think you learned about more of that? Like you said you had to be more cautious. What experiences do you think in the last year have led you to start thinking that way? I... I don't. I don't know if I can you talk about that. You know, you know what I was? I was thinking because you, you know, being an entrepreneur yourself, I was thinking because of those relationships that you have to establish, right? Yeah. And letting people in, and you're always there for people. Are they there for you? Right. And I, I think that's it because I, uh, you know not
2: to toot my own horn, but I kind of made a little splash when I got here to Northwest Arkansas. And I think everybody was just very drawn to like, who is this nobody from somewheresville that just shows up and starts this whole thing? And, (laughs) and so, you know, everybody wanted to get to know me really quickly. And, and, uh, you know, me like, The glass is mostly half full unless, of course, I'm PMSing and then it's very low. (laughs) Um, That's usually so. (laughs) But um, yeah, I I felt like I got hurt a few times and I don't want to get into that, but it was just kind of like, are you my friend or are you just like, and this is where... I think it's okay as an adult to say, you know, this person doesn't have to be my friend. I don't have to like this person. This person can be a coworker, a peer, a colleague, an acquaintance, Mm -hmm. but I think we need to make sure that we're, you know, creating our inner circle you know if that makes sense and so you can have people on the outside of your circle and still have a relationship with them but then you you should and for me this is how I feel like now is like you know but I'm reserving my inner circle for those that I feel like I'm getting that same type of um energy, energy. yeah, yeah. I don't. What what is the word to explain that I mean it's it's a two-way
0: relationship, a two-way relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important because a lot of times in the work environment, they tell you, um, bring your true self to work, Mm -hmm. be who you are, but I've, this is going to sound bad, but I don't bring my true self to work. I don't because my true self is not a bad self, but I do think there's a time and place for Mm -hmm. activities, conversations, um, you know, interactions, what have you. So like, I don't let everybody in because I feel like first I have to get to know you and see where do you fall in my life? Just like I would expect everybody else to do that with me, you know? And at work, I work closely. I mean, when you think about it, how many hours you're at work, if you work a traditional nine to five, you're with those people a lot more than you are with your family. So you can't help but build those friendships. I'm doing air quotes, but you have to realize where those friendships lie because it's always tied to the business you're Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. Well, then
1: how did yours, Liz and Ev, y'all started, correct? In yeah, was, the form of a business partnership,
3: right? Yeah. Oh, she ended up being, like, she became, she was a, my client first. And then we just started training services from there. And we realized we started hanging out so much. And we, our conversations were just like, I felt they were so real because she was giving me energy. When
1: did you know, Ev, <laughs> that there was something about Liz? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God.
3: <laughs> there was just something about her. You know, and no, I was thinking about
4: that the other day. I was like, when did we become friends? Like
3: I just started inviting her to places. I'm yeah. like, do you want to come over for brunch? And just going on from there. And I was putting her in my other circle of friends where they're no longer there. Like it's because of the same thing you realize like who you want in your inner soul mm-hmm. circle. And that was her. Mm-hmm. And she I I, I really held on to that one. <laughs> um, But it's just <laughs> it's just true because you realize like even the people that were in my life for longer than her were like we're, peop- those people were being said to things to her that this person, she barely knew me and mm-hmm. she, I, she, they didn't give her a chance to get to know me. And I just decided like, that's not okay. Like I would not do that to her person. So that's the same thing, you you know, you get burned, you cut those people off and then you keep the yeah. ones that truly, cause she came to me and told me like, you know, this is what's going on. I'm just like, I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Cause I would do the same thing for her, for you and for you and for you, you know, it's just Aww. one of those things that don't treat people like that if you don't want to be treated like that way yeah the same thing with relationships all kinds of relationships actually
4: and like i've never kind of like you tiff like i never really had a lot of friends like growing up i had one two like in school i was known but like i didn't hang out with anybody i kept to myself most of the time and i had my one friend in high school and I know you said you didn't want to get into the toxic relationship and whatnot, but it was not <laughs> I have a, a good... lot of toxic baggage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not a good friendship and it took me years to realize that and the people around me knew that, but I didn't want, like, I didn't, I guess I knew that, but I didn't want to accept it because she was my only friend oh. and it was hard to finally leave that relationship and she was my best friend for eight years, but I finally left it because I knew that I had to or I was going to go insane. Whenever I started photography, she was the one that was with me and she put me down. She said, don't do that. You're never going to go far Mm. with it. You're never like it's going to get in your head. Don't do that. And Mm. so you don't want people like that. You want people that lift you up and want to see you grow and not want to put you down every time you have an idea. And so ever since her, my best friend has been Oscar, my boyfriend. I haven't had a girl best friend since her and it's been years and so meeting her it was very like should i be friends like should i I let another person in it was very weird but i mean i'm glad i did she's my best friend and i don't know where i would be now
0: oh my god
4: (laughs) because you all alluded
1: to at different points that gut feeling of knowing this other person is not pouring into me at the rate that i'm pouring into them Mm -hmm. therefore something
3: is wrong yeah. absolutely
1: yeah. and yeah I mean if only we could have I it, look back and I'm like why didn't I believe it the first time Yep.
3: but you just realize it right it's a learning experience it's definitely growing up like it's just insane right it can take years it took you eight years like that's crazy it can take you months like mm-hmm. it's just but there was on like you. a
4: breaking point where at the end of the eight years I was like she something happened and I was like that's it I can't take any more of it and I'm like I know that their second chances and whatnot and she's tried to come back into my life and kind of support me now and, and at where I'm at and I'm I hold a grudge like if I know that you weren't good for me then like I don't think you're good for me now hmm. and Oscar has such a big heart that he's like you know talk to her you know forgive her give her a second chance maybe don't forgive her but give her a second chance And I'm a person where I'm like, no, they had one chance and that's it for me. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no reason to give another chance. And I know people do change. And so I want to believe that she's changed for herself, not Mm -hmm. for me. Some people believe that people don't change. Well, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. That is so true.
1: Yeah. And there's something to be said about not sticking around to find out and just knowing that, hey, at this point in time, it's time for me to walk forward and... Yeah, maybe I think that person doesn't come along with me. Mm-hmm.
2: That's pretty solid. Like, I know you were talking about your relationship, you know, a non-romantic relationship. But all of that, the, all of the things that you just said were very valid for any kind of relationship. Yeah. So I thought that was really great.
0: Yeah, the way I look at it is like, you know, hey, if you're someone I put on a level as a true friend, we have a conversation or something happens, you uh, upset me, offend me, whatever, I will give that time to discuss it with you. And your Mm -hmm. reaction is telling. Your reaction to it is speaking volumes. That doesn't mean you have to say, oh, Tiffany, you're so right, but we have a constructive conversation about it. Mm -hmm. But your reaction is, girl, you tripping. I don't even, I didn't do that or something. That's Mm kind of when I'm like, all right. (laughs) And I just fall back. I'm the queen of falling back. (laughs) Once I have a conversation with you and it doesn't, you know, we don't come to any kind of, I got to count my losses. So. I know we
2: need to wrap it up, but I just want to say something to you, Tiff, because I remember we I wanted to get together with you and you were very cautious. You're like, what is this girl about? And I remember (laughs) like that word for word. (laughs) Uh No, because you're just like you wanted to get to know like what my my you know, what I was all about. And oh, when you DM me. Oh, yeah. You know, girl gang and everything like that. But I, I really just wanted to get to know you. And here we are. Tiff has been the only friend who's gotten me a birthday gift and like I don't even Aww, know how long what? like and it was like a oh bomb gift too and I was just thinking to myself I'm like oh my god I love her
0: that is so because funny because
2: I don't I can't even remember the last time I got a really amazing birthday gift from a friend
4: that's Aww. so funny and you I say do- that you got me a gift last year <laughs> and I didn't expect it I was like what <laughs>
0: Sometimes you just need to show a little love
2: about yeah. just buying gifts. I didn't guess yeah. that's it. I
0: pay attention to what people like cuz I don't have a whole bunch of people in my life to have to track. So like the people that are in my life, I kind of like pay attention to conversations. So like I know you talked about energy and all the other stuff. I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm into that too and oils." And I was like, "Okay, I got you." So <laughs> I sleep with but that
2: I the the meditation mask Aww. like every single night. And I think of you before I go to bed.
0: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's another, <laughs> another conversation. Another top. Well, that's a good stopping point, ladies. <laughs> I um, will dress a little differently when I come here <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Don't
2: tempt me, to. I know. I know. Well. My, my husband, the sound guy, is right there. I know. He's going no. to throw
0: something at me. No. Okay. But no.
2: Who knows? Maybe we'll talk about entanglement. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm oh, just kidding. Just, it's bad a, joke. Lot, it's
0: a lot going on. Anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Not only our special guests, our regulars, and for you listening. Now, make sure you're following NWA Girl Gang on Instagram all the cool handles that you saw and make sure you stay tuned for our next podcast. We'll see you guys later. Bye Bye, everybody. Thank you. you.